Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, hello. Matt Williamson here. A very busy couple days um, for me. Getting ready to go to the Combine tomorrow morning. You probably won't hear from me tomorrow. I'm recording this on Monday evening. Uh, a lot has happened just in the last couple hours. I'm just going to buzz over the headlines. I'm not going to dig into them, and I promise we will uh, sooner than later. But franchise tags are starting to you know, really become a deal now. And um, these are the names that have gotten franchised. Uh, Pierre Paul with the Giants, Le'Veon Bell with the Steelers, he got the exclusive. Um, no word on this recording yet on Eric Berry, but he doesn't sound happy. Um, Kwan Short got it. Rams for the second straight year, a little surprising, but I'm writing an article about this one, Trumaine Johnson. I urge you to check out my timeline, that should be up tomorrow for, for FanRag, check that out. Uh, Chandler Jones, Melvin Ingram... Uh, Kirk Cousins certainly will. So that's what's happened so far. No major surprises. Keep an eye out on my article on Tremaine Johnson. Uh, and then two extensions today, too, is um, the Chiefs, uh, their guard has come, DeVarnay Tardif, has come a really long way in the past year, and they're extending him, which uh, some have speculated that that'll make it a little easier to you know, use the franchise tag and do some negotiations. Uh, again, I think you know if you check out the Chiefs' locked-on version that I did a couple days ago, uh, I think they need one more guard. And I, I talked up Tardif, you know, Devarney Tardif. Whenever I, I've talked about that on, on that podcast, and then the big news really is Antonio Brown gets locked up for the next four years after this one. So it's basically a five-year deal, one-year extension, four-year deal after that. No huge surprises there, though. Again, I'm not going to really break these all down. I don't have a lot of time, so I'm going to just uh, talk Denver Broncos with you guys tonight. And and I'll try to do one tomorrow from the hotel, but I don't think that's probably going to happen. But anyways, the Broncos, I think they could be players in free, agents, free agency. They have some money to spend, not gobs, but they have some money to spend. Along those lines, it sounds like Romo will probably be released in the next two weeks. I could see that happening, but I think they're comfortable with Simeon and cautiously very optimistic about Lynch. So I kind of think that they're going to go with what they got at quarterback. And maybe I'm wrong. I mean, maybe Romo goes there, and that would make sense. I would not be critical at all. But that's a quarterback situation. Now, on offense... There really isn't anybody they're losing. Um, C.J. Anderson, there's good news on him today, coming back. So I would expect him to be 100% whenever they break camp. I think he's an underrated back. I thought Booker was highly disappointing as his backup. But I also have been told that maybe he wasn't totally over his injuries, you know, coming out of school either. I mean, so it wouldn't shock me if he looks a little bit better in his second season. Uh, Capri Bibbs. It's just, you know, he's a, a, a down-the-line guy. I don't think Forsett has any chance of coming back. The, you know, maybe they 
add a scat back receiving tight back, you know, it would be friendly to whoever their quarterback is. I could see that, but there's a lot more, I think, that needs addressed on this side of the ball. We all like Manny Sanders and Demarius Thomas. That's great. Um, it seems like they've been one guy away, though. You know, they, they've wanted Cody Latimer to be that guy. Benny Fowler's flashed here and there. But it wouldn't shock me if they signed Pierre Garçon or, you know, I mean, a, a receiver that plays a fair amount or use a second-round pick on a receiver. Uh, that wouldn't shock me, you know, or get a pure slot guy. I mean, uh, I could see that. But now the rest of the offense needs a lot of work. You know, I, I was never a huge Jeff Hireman fan. I think they like A.J. Derby. I've had high hopes for Virgil Green, but he's kind of is what he is at this point. I think tight end's a major need, considering the offense they're going to play, considering they're going to have a young quarterback most likely. Uh, maybe they're in the in the market for Nijoko, Nijuku or, or O.J. Howard, or I don't think it would be Martellus Bennett, but I bet they draft the tight end pretty high. I talked about free agency splashes, and then we know there's not enough offensive linemen to go around, but I bet Elway goes and gets somebody. You know, somebody that's going to be a plug-and-play free agent starter, as well as quite possibly using a first-round pick on the offensive line. My, my, Matt Paradise Paradise is a really good center that people don't know about. One of the best centers in the league. I think Max Garcia is good enough. But Donald Stevenson, Michael Schofield, Russell Okun, who still could be let go, Tyson Brelo that's been bad. I think they need to find two starters and a guy. You know, So clearly the top priority to me in a macro sense for the, for the Broncos this offseason is is getting this offensive line back to respectability. Then I think I'm looking tight end. I'd like to add another receiver on this side of the ball, maybe a quarterback, and Romo would be the guy. I mean, if you're going to go get a quarterback, I think Romo's the only one that would make sense to me. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're going to spend their resources around the quarterback position. Just my hunch on that. Now on defense. I mean, this is a great defense. It's a year removed from being a Super Bowl all-time great defense. But, you know, you've got Vance Joseph taking over. Wade Phillips is gone. You know, you got Joe Woods as a defensive coordinator now. Sylvester Williams is a free agent. It sounds like pretty much a foregone conclusion from what I'm understanding that he won't be back. DeMarcus Ware, I think, is set to leave. Um, I bet they'd bring him back at the right price, but I think Shane Ray and Shaq Barrett deserve snaps, and Ware worked out well for them, but I don't think that's where you spend your money if you're the Broncos, unless he gives you a, a, a nice bargain type of deal. The secondary, I wouldn't mess with. I think the secondary is awesome. Um, even like a Justin Simmons, a third-round pick from a year ago, I liked him coming out. Uh, you can play three t- three safeties without a problem. You're good at sa- you know you're good at corner, of course. In a very good corner and good safety draft, sure. If you use a fourth round pick on a corner, no one's going to say, "Boy, what are you thinking?" But I mean, they're one of the the one of the luxuries this team has that few do is if they don't touch their secondary this year, I think they're fine. But I think the rest of the defense worries me. You know that I like the edge guys. I mentioned those guys. I think Shane Ray has a chance to be quite good. Um, I think Shaq Barrett's an underweighted name that maybe some of you guys don't know, 
but he's a high-quality player. Von Miller's a superstar. But we know what the book is on this defense now, too, is, and everyone's going to do it, is let's keep Denver in base. We're going to play heavy offensive personnel. We want you to play your 3-4, which means putting two inside linebackers on the field, Brandon Marshall and Todd Davis. You know, like, Trevathan was missed that way. Is Trevathan great? No, but if Todd Davis is playing almost every snap, I don't like that. Um, I think you have to find another inside linebacker to help that problem. More worrisome, though, is you you got a three-man line last year at best, of Wolf, who's a really good player, but you know, we're going to worry about injuries a little bit. Williams, who's probably leaving. Jared Crick, who to me should be a backup. They did use a second-round pick on Adam Gotsis. Um I can't say we know a whole lot more about him now than them, but I, I kind of liked him coming out. I think he fits the system. So what if they went and signed Brandon Williams? You know, a, a massive nose tackle type, or even Hankins, or... Poe, I mean, one of those type of guys, and there's a lot of them this year, I think that would make a lot of problems go away. If you if you had that guy, opposing offenses might be less likely to come out in 22 personnel with two running backs and two tight ends and force you to keep your big people on the field. If you had a nose tackle that controlled the middle of the field, that would also make your inside linebacker problem a little lesser if he's eating up blocks and doing his job. So I think you'd really like to add a nose tackle to this defense. I mean, maybe more so than anything. and Or, or just a difference make your big man in the middle of some sort. But more of a nose tackle type. And ideally, he's so good that the opponents keep him off the field by going three and four wide. And then you got all your secondary guys out there. And you're rushing the passer like crazy. And Miller's teeing off. So uh, I think that would be very helpful. Um, again, a linebacker too, but if you could add a nose, that would be big. So I'm very much a Lynch believer. Simeon surpassed my expectations. Um, I still think he's a lifetime backup and made a lot of money last year. And he's one of those guys that'll last the next 10 years as a backup. Broncos picked 20th this year. I think they will do some things in free agency. We'll add some pieces. But most of it should be to the offensive line, first and foremost. I would say tight end is my second need. I would put, I guess, nose tackle as my third need. Inside linebacker from there. But really, offensive line's like first and third. Like, you know, offensive line, tight end, offensive line. Um, maybe a scat back, maybe a, you know, either a, a field-stretching Will Fuller-type receiver or a slot-type receiver. Uh, something different than what they have at the receiver position. So that's not a crazy wish list, but rebuilding an offensive line is a big project in today's, you know, in today's offensive line starved NFL. And your quarterback position, probably 90% chance, is going to be more of a weakness than a strength. And again, that's a tough formula in the NFL too. I mean, with those two, those two things shackling you. It's tough to win games, and they found that out last year. And new coach, is that going to be a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, we'll see. But that's my take on the Broncos. Closing things up, packing my mic, packing my uh, my earphones here, and heading to Indy in the morn. So over and out, folks. Take care. Thank you.